Well, hello there and welcome to the Caregiver Cup podcast, a podcast dedicated for passionate women caregivers just like yourself who are looking to create a caregiver life where you show up as your best self with joy and energy and the giving the quality of care you want to give your loved one. On this show, we focus on the importance of finding and navigating your personalized self-care path and building your personal toolkit. And not just the highlights, but we get into the nitty-gritty details knowing that caregiver challenges and stress are reality. But it doesn't have to rob you of your joy, quality time with your loved one, and most importantly, your well-being. I'm on a mission to help you find the right habits that stick for you without guilt or shame for putting yourself first. And so much of that is setting realistic expectations and healthy boundaries. But these have to work with the caregiver season you are in and you have to feel good about it. Ensuring you have the community and support you need as well. On this podcast, we can expect real conversations, hands-on experiences, practical tips, and lots of encouragement along the way. So you have everything you need to step into this better version of your caregiver self. So if you're ready to go from stuck and overwhelmed to more joy and empowerment, be sure to hit your subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. So with that being said, let's jump into today's episode. Did you hear? The Caregiver Wife Podcast is now called the Caregiver Cup Podcast. Why is that? I want to reach more amazing women like you. Women working their job, working their business, caregiving for their loved one, and pursuing her passion. For that, the Caregiver Cup Podcast will focus on you, the caregiver wife, the caregiver daughter, the caregiver fiancé, the spouse, the aunt, the niece, the granddaughter, and or the friend. This podcast is definitely for you. The Caregiver Cup podcast is focusing on the importance also of filling your cup first. The importance of caregiving and taking care of someone starts with you first. So that once your cup is full, then you can go ahead and take care of others effectively and be the best version of yourself. Well, hello, it's Kathy here. Welcome to episode number 15. I want to start out by asking you a couple of questions here. Are you feeling stretched? Feeling like you have no time for anything, feeling frazzled, and even you can't even look beyond now. This is your new normal. This is your new reality. How does that make you feel when I say that? Let me say it again. This is your new normal. This is your new reality. I remember facing that. And I was so angry when people would say that to me or I would say it to myself. When I was in the thick of my caregiving overwhelm, I felt unprepared. I felt stretched, frazzled, and exhausted. I was angry at times. I would sit down and have a meltdown and just cry. 
I felt hopeless and even thoughts that there was something wrong with me. I didn't want to admit my new reality. For some reasons, I thought this was a temporary thing. Anybody else feel that way? Yeah. Maybe, you know, in another year, things will go away. Sorry, I'm sliding my chair back so you might hear a little bit of noise. When I was in, um, when I was also in the thick of things, I was missing deadlines at work. I wasn't able to focus. I just couldn't. There would be some times where I couldn't remember how to to go ahead and process the technology. I even made mistakes on my, our personal finances. And I remember making mistakes on my mom's finances too, since I do her bills for her as well. I would lose my phone and my keys. There was just off days. Any extra time I had, I would sit lifeless. Most of the time, you know, trying to grab a nap Or I would catch myself not wanting to focus on anything. So I was scrolling social media, feeling sorry for myself. I was thinking of things like, hmm, am I getting dementia? Is there something mentally wrong with me? I just lost control of who I was and didn't have that. um, I'm more of a, a, like a, I have the, I did the strength finder years ago and I'm more of an achiever and I'm very structured and disciplined and I love consistency and none of that mattered anymore to me at that time. The reality is for you also, your life is now different. Your schedule has changed. Your responsibilities have changed. Um, You have more on your plate Um, So raise your hand. I know I can't see you through your your device that you're listening on, but raise your hand if you need to rethink your routine, restructure your schedule, and rethink your mindset and, and figure it out. My breakthrough was when I realized that I couldn't just let this new normal control me. I needed to pick up the reins. Reins, I think, on a, a, a horse, that can that bad analogy. Or I just needed to take control of this. I couldn't let it just, I couldn't live in that reactive mode anymore. So I kept say, saying when I finally got to the reality and, and accepting it, I would say to myself, life is valuable. My time is valuable. My health is important and valuable as well. And so is yours. Think about your passions are valuable. Your loved one is is important, but so are you. Your friends and your social life is important too. Think about what's important to you. And think about what you're letting with this new reality now and this new normal. What things have suffered through that. I told myself I had it in me to figure it out. I had to think like a manager. I had to think like a boss. Um, like if a boss was going to have, let's say you are like managing or directing a department or a company or you own your own business. Well, if you have something else added to your plate or added to your roles and responsibilities, you have to think, okay, what am I going to do to figure this all out? Do I have to learn new things? Do I have to go ahead and shift things around? And I live in Green Bay, Wisconsin, too. And so I like to think like 
a coach kind of, let's say the coach of this football team now lost their quarterback and you were the next person up on the list and that coach came to you and said, okay, next week and next week's game, you're going to be quarterback and you've never done it before. Same for same thing goes for the caregiving. You've never done it before. What would you have to do to get yourself ready to be a quarterback? You're going to go to practice tomorrow now and you're going to be a quarterback. You're going to go ahead and work with your team as the leader or the quarterback. So I think that analogy kind of hits home for me and maybe it hits home for you as well. Same goes for you. Same thing. You have to take control. You have to be that quarterback. You have to be that boss that now is going to take on that new responsibility. So shifting gears just a little bit, but the same kind of thought process here. If I came to your home right now and I sat down with you and I asked you, what is your schedule look like? What what are let me look at your calendar, whether it be an electronic or a paper calendar. Would you have one first of all? Um, are you prepared for what's coming up in the days and weeks ahead? Or are you living in this reactive mode? A fixed mindset is a mindset that just lives in that reactive mode. They live in um, the mode with no plans. I'm just going to let it happen. Whatever will be, will be, you know, kind of thing. That person stops believing in themselves. They lose confidence. They lose hope. They are just handling the problems that are going to happen when they happen. And most fixed mindset people are the ones out there complaining about everything and anything. So think about yourself. What can you do to improve your situation and shift from that fixed mindset to more of a positive mindset or better yet a growth mindset? If you were the quarterback and you had to go ahead and practice with your team tomorrow, what do you think that quarterback's doing? That quarterback's grabbing the playbook. They're looking through the playbook. They're studying everything. They probably are calling up um, some other team members, um, talking to them about it, maybe calling um, the quarterback that got hurt. Um, same goes for you. You're going to go ahead and start reading and researching. When I finally flip the, 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 the light switch and realize my reality was going to be my reality, nothing was going to change. My husband wasn't going to flip overnight and the cancer was going to go away. My dad's pancreatic cancer wasn't going to get better. There is no cure for pancreatic cancer. Um, And so reading and researching about their diagnoses and their diseases were important for me, but also looking looking at and researching what caregiving is going to be all about. Um, researching, learning, listening to podcasts, digital courses, whatever information I could take in. Um, you know, I thought about like productivity, what could I do? What are pe- what are the services available out there? You know, talking to family and friends and trying to figure it out. So a growth mindset is what ask yourself this, what am I growing into? 
what am I growing into? Because you are now growing whether you want to or not as a caregiver. You have accepted uh, you've accepted or have just been handed this. I'm talking in a lot of an- analogies today. You've been handed this deck of cards now that you have to figure out what to do with. You know, you you have to figure it out. And you have to you can choose the fixed mindset, the negative mindset, or you can fix fit uh Pick the growth mindset or the positive mindset. Ask yourself, how can I make the most of this new reality? I didn't know three years ago that I would have grown by leaps and bounds over those three years from a mindset perspective, from a a different, I look at things in a totally different perspective, and I started a business because of it. I didn't know that. And so what is your new reality? Maybe you you are going to improve your leadership skills because really that's what you are. You're managing now caregiving. You're managing your loved one's care in addition to all the other components of your life. What must I learn from myself? You know, what things do I have to become more become better at from myself? I had to learn that I needed to take care of myself even more than I did before. And I was running half marathons before this all happened, but I had to really learn what would would keep me going, keep me energized, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. What was going to be that ticket? It, what are you going to learn from others? You're going to learn things that are going to be amazing. There's amazing partners out there like your doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals that are going to be able to answer questions if you go to them and ask the right question. If you research their what's available out there, you're going to learn also the, the, the things that you don't want to accept. You're going to learn that not everybody's going to be there to help you. Not everybody's going to want to help you and be in your be part of your team. And the reality is, yeah, there's going to be some family members are, that are not going to pull their weight. And you have to either accept that or stay in that fixed mindset because you just have to move on and saying, okay, if I can't get the support from my sister, then I need to figure it out in what can I do? What things can I change? Think about how you will learn it. What will you learn? What will you do? And then the next thing is taking the action. You know, you can do all of the research you want and all of the learning you want, but until you actually put that those things into action, those things into movement, it's not going to help. And so put time on your calendar to go ahead and work on your your health, work on your mindset, work on um, solving the challenges that you have in front of you. I mean, I don't know how many times that I reached out to uh, my husband's nurse navigator or my um, my dad's hospice help. I don't know how many times I've reached out to them, dozens, you know, and 
I, to the point where they gave me their cell phone number. And so if somebody's offering that help, I'm going to take advantage of that help. And so what are you going to do? So what will you do um, to do that? So I encourage you to put time on your calendar. It's not wasted in time. It is necessary time. You need to think about, you know, anybody that's learning a profession. If you don't have a doctor going ahead and studying for his degree, well, then he's not going to be a professional as professional as he needs to be. Um, another one is take time to assess your situation. Assess it. I do it every, every I do it every week. I assess my week what worked well, what didn't work well, and then I plan for the next week. Each day, I prioritize what's the most important things, and I put those three things at the top of my list. What are the three things that I need to do today to go ahead and feel good about my day? You know, so what are those top three priorities? And so taking that time and then readjusting and pivoting at each and every time, because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to go ahead and fail. Things are not going to work out. You may not be able to plan for every challenge and every, every, you know, thing that happens. Um, that was my next one on my list, except that you're going to fail and learn from it. Learn from it. Oh my gosh. Yes. I learned tons and tons that um, I needed to. I didn't need to be at every single appointment um, because that just burnt me out even more. Those those days where Dennis could go in for just his chemotherapy, he didn't need me sitting there by his side the whole time because most of the time he would sleep. And so I could go for a walk. I could run errands. I could go ahead and, and work and pick him back up. Um, you know, it's just so, some of those things. What can you learn from? And then another one is accept that your way will not always be the ways that everybody else thinks it should be. And what I'm talking about is don't judge yourself. Um, and when somebody asks, you know, about your situation, not everybody's going to agree with what what way you're doing everything. And that's Okay. You are an amazing woman and you need to do what's right for you. You need to do what's right for your loved one um, and you need to feel good about it and not guilty about it. And so is if, if you are asking for help and having a nurse coming in a few times a week, there's no shame in that. Or um, if you're choosing to go ahead and um, take some time off to be with your loved one for a little while, that's perfectly fine. You have to figure out what the right mix is for you. To be honest with you, when I was caregiving, I did not remember I'm a, and my high strength is achiever. So I love to keep busy and be working. Um, I did take some, some weeks off. I had caregiving leave at work, but most of the time I worked full time. I took care of Dennis. I ran to my, my dad's on the weekends um, and I started a business. And so that seemed to always keep filling my cup. I needed a purpose. I needed a reason to exist. 
And so not saying that it was perfect, because if I could redo anything over again, I would change something, but I'm still proud of what I did. And then realize you can't do it all. You can't possibly do what you've been doing before caregiving and then now add caregiving onto it. It's kind of like smushing 10 extra people into a room when the room capacity is only you know, 10. You, you only could fit 10 in this room and now you're going to shove 10 more people in. That's a bad analogy, but I can't think of anything else. But Or maybe, oh, sorry about that. Maybe it's filling the cup. You, your cup is only eight ounces. You can't put 12 ounces into a cup. You can't do that. I'm turning my phone off. I thought I had my phone off. Here, I'll turn, turn it off. So you've got to hear some funky noises in the background. So you it, realize you can't do it all. Ask for help. And then also release the things that you are not, that are not priority. It's almost like just blowing out that air and just letting it go. It's okay if you can't get to everything. And so if if you can't get help, then you have to prioritize what you can do and what you can't do. And that's your reality as well. So to end today, first of all, thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you do um, like what you hear, go ahead and give me a shout out in your podcast area that you're listening to. Give me a review because that's really the only way Um, we can measure if you um, like the podcast. When I say we, the podcast areas and myself. Um, Also, if you are looking for any um, coaching one-on-one, I am here to support you there as well. I do coaching. Um, I offer a free 30-minute session if that's something that you're looking for. Um, to kind of assess and make sure you're a good fit with me. And you can go to Kathy with a C, KathyLVan.com forward slash coaching. Otherwise, just continue to listen to my podcast and I will go ahead and keep throwing out tips and ideas for you. So to end today, life is valuable and you only have so much time on this earth if you think about it. So filling your cup with a positive mindset and a growth mindset, the gift of time, joy and peace, and less fragile, frazzle, I can't say that, less frazzle, uh, less stretched, less overwhelmed is so important. It won't be easy, but I know you can find a way to do it. So have a good rest of the day and we'll talk to you in next week's podcast. This is Kathy Vandenhuvel from the Caregiver um, Caregiver Cup podcast. That's really hard to say. I want to continue to say wife, but it's the Caregiver Cup podcast. And I hope to go ahead and hear from you soon. Bye for now.